Do you log? Do you log out? Mm, maybe for people. Yeah. He said my account has been logged into another in another something. Did you log in? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the same device, same device. Only account, your account has been logged into another account. Father, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, King thank of Glory. Thank you, Lord of Lords. Thank you, Yemen of the tribe of Judah. Thank you, the root of the tribe of Jesse. Lord, we appreciate you. We give honor, we give glory, we give adoration. All power, all glory, and glory unto you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We worship you, we bless your name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory and honor to your name in Jesus' name. We bless your name for bringing us together again this afternoon, Lord. Shall we pray, please? Father, in the name of Jesus. O oh Lord our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Lord, we thank you for the excellency of your power that has brought us again this afternoon. Lord, we appreciate you for making it happen again in our lives. Thank you for counting us worthy as your instrument, O God, in the name of Jesus. We bless your name. We give you glory. We adore you, Lord. We lift you high. We praise you. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, this afternoon we are here in a, again on this platform on the air oh lord in the name of jesus we thank you that you are here with us thank you you will do a new thing lord god almighty you will do greater things among us today in the name of jesus you will do greater things among us oh god even as, as never before in the name of jesus because you are god that renew your mercy daily lord and morning by morning lord you renew the same lord we pray today let your mercy be renewed in the name of Jesus. As we hear your word today in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray 
we saturate this atmosphere by the blood of Jesus. We are saturate this atmosphere by the blood of the Lamb. We pray that today in the name of Jesus, we will be blessed indeed in the name of Jesus. Your glory will come down. Your power will attend unto us in the name of Jesus. You will bless us in your word, the, list, the, 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 uh, the, the speaker and the listener. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, thank you in Jesus' name. We bless your name. We know you have answered our prayer. Holy Spirit, over to you. Commit your daughter unto you, Lord. Anoint her in the name of Jesus. Lord, as you have prepared her, I pray in the name of Jesus. Cause her to deliver. In the name of Jesus. Let there be divine precision in the message to this afternoon in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Edify us. Lift our spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus. By your word, O Lord. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory and honor this afternoon. We bless the most holy name of our God for bringing us again to this place. And we thank the Lord for giving us the grace to be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, this afternoon, we are, you are welcome to Navigating Live and Season Series. Oh, we are here this afternoon. And we, are, we have come with new topic according to the Holy Ghost, like guidance and leading. And we know that today you are going to be blessed in Jesus' name. So we thank God for all of you that has just joined us. Yes, Wilhelmina, Atuga, God bless you. Then Silevi, Silevi, you are blessed in the name of Jesus. So your name is Silevi, is blessed. Yes, you'll be blessed indeed this afternoon in the name of Jesus. God bless you there. It is well with your soul in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank God for your lives in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Uh, this afternoon, without much ado, we want to go straight into the word of the Lord because we have few uh, hours to spend together. I mean, let me say, within the, we, 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 we hope, let's commit ourselves to the Holy Ghost that as the Holy Spirit will have it tonight. We cannot go to time the Holy Spirit, but we know that it's going to be great in the name of Jesus. Uh, this afternoon message is titled, Breaking Off Flesh Pool. Breaking Off Flesh Pool. Thank God, we have the Holy Ghost. Whatever challenges that we meet in life, being God's children, anything that we are encountering in the physical, thank God that the energy is inside. And the divine energy inside uh, overwhelms the enemies every time, especially when we tune in into the spirit. Because the Bible says, walk ye in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What the, the, the only gap between walking in the spirit and the walking in the flesh is just that you just tune in. 
either to either of the either of the same, either 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 of the two. But one thing I know is that God has called us as believer. Still, we have this carnal or this being, this flesh being in us. Every one of us have it. But the Bible said that we should walk in the spirit and we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So the only medicine for overcoming all through and all ways is to tune in into the spirit and to walk into this in the spirit. As you join this fellow this fellowship this afternoon, it's like walking in the spirit, tuning in, allowing the Holy Spirit to move. You want to know more. You want to be in the spirit. You want to be on guard. That is the reason why you are here this afternoon. And you are joining us. You are joining us as one of the many victors that used to join us this way. And I pray that as the word of the Lord will be coming out today, you will have victory over the flesh in the name of Jesus. Because one of the most enemy, the greatest enemy that we have to face and attack in life and conquer before we can be uh, be presented successfully unto God in heaven is overcoming the flesh. Hallelujah. The scripture says in the book of Revelation, he that overcome, he that overcome shall, he that overcome shall do this, he shall overcome shall do that. One of it that he that overcome shall be given a new name. Hallelujah. In heaven. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, that overcoming that the, the scripture is stipulating for us is just to overcome the flesh, the, the essence of overcoming everything on earth here is just to overcome the flesh and uh, win by the spirit of the Lord and in the spirit of the Lord. This is why we are this afternoon and we bless the Lord that the Lord has prepared his, uh, his daughter uh, to teach us this afternoon. That is uh, our sister Favor Akinagbe. Praise the Lord. Lord. We bless the Lord for bless our life. Lord. Amen. Amen. We thank God. Yes, we thank God that the Lord uh, we teach her, we teach us through her this afternoon. Yes, we are ready. God bless you there. Yes, over to you. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, once again, we are so glad to come on here today. Um, last week, we were unable to have our session. So right now, we can't even wait to start with the message the Lord has for us today. And I pray in the name of Jesus that as we tune in our minds, we tune in our spirits, we tune in our souls, in the name of Jesus, there shall be fresh download of the Spirit of God, even into our inner men, in the name of Jesus. Before we start, can we just start with a prayer? Um, we're going to pray to start the session. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you, we adore you. Let your name be exalted in Jesus' name. 
Lord, as we've come before you, O God, to hear your word, to be blessed, to be enriched, to be equipped, Father, we pray that you fill us without restraint in the name of Jesus. Pour into us fresh wisdom, pour into us fresh utterance for our lives and for our destinies, and we pray, O Lord, that you help us. In the name of Jesus, take control of this entire session. Let the words be from your spirit, even into our own spirits. Let it equip us. Let it energize us. Let it strengthen us. Let it help us even to stand and walk and achieve great things in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' most blessed name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, um, the topic today is breaking of flesh pool. Breaking of flesh pool. First of all, we're going to start with what's, what is flesh pool? When uh, there's something called flesh pool, I don't think I've heard that word before. And the word came by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You know, I was in one of those seasons where I was like, God, I want to be consecrated to you. I want to live more committedly to you. But why am I always distracted? What's this distraction that is always coming my way? And then the Lord began to teach me about what pulls me into the activities of the flesh. So today, um, we are going to go through that already. The words of the Lord to me. The words of the Lord to us on flesh pull. When we start to go into the topic, you're going to understand absolutely what the flesh pull is about, and it's something that everybody in the every human being experiences, especially when you're a child of God and you want to live righteously. The word of the Lord says that the flesh lusted against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh so the flesh lost against the spirit so that you will not yield your spirit to doing the things of God and then the spirit lost against the flesh so that you will not yield your flesh to doing the works of the flesh and then it's a wrestle so you as a human being you as a child of God that has given yourself to God it goes beyond saying, Oh Lord Jesus, I accept into my Lord as my into my life as my Lord and my personal Savior. It goes beyond that. It gets to the point where you are intentional about what you do, about what you spend your time on, and about staying on the track. About staying on the track. In the book of Matthew. 13 verse 44 i like us to go straight there matthew 13 verse 44 he began to tell us about the kingdom of god that's one of the many parables that jesus gave on the kingdom of god so i read it matthew 13 44 again the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field the which, when a man had found, he hideth it, and for the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. So, this verse tells us that, uh, you know, treasures are hidden in the soil. We have um, 
natural treasures they call it mineral resources yes mineral resources so part of it we have um gold we have diamond we have um iron ore we have crude oil all these things are embedded inside the earth so if you buy a plot of land and you find out that on your plot of land maybe a thousand um feet downwards you will eat a fount of crude oil so what are you going to what's what's the feeling you have the feeling is oh i'm not going to have to struggle again financially because i'm sitting on financial abundance praise the lord we know that majorly majority of the fuel of the cars that are on the street that are on the road they are being fueled by um, petrol they are fueled by petrol they are fueled by um yeah they are fueled by gas too there are some cars that uses gas but most of them uses petrol as their fuel so and there are a number of um resources that can be gotten from crude oil you know there is um petrol there is um gas there is kerosene there is diesel you know when it passes through each purification stage another thing is being found another thing is being found and the last um purification stage the last thing that is found is gas that's the last you know after a series of processes the last one is the gas and this gas we use it to fuel our car we use it to uh, fill our, uh, our gasoline tanks to cook in the house so it's valuable so the bible is saying to us that a man finds a piece of land is you know a parable is an earthly story with an heavenly meaning so the story is something we can easily relate to because it is earthly but then the meaning of the story is something that has to do with heaven so using something familiar to explain something that is of the kingdom of god something that is you know of a larger scope of things praise god i won't say unfamiliar because we are members of the kingdom of god so we can never be unfamiliar with the kingdom of god and it is wider than the scope of the natural man of or living in the flesh so jesus uses things that people can easily relate to to explain the kingdom of god so that they can also easily understand what the kingdom is about so now um matthew 13 44 says the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field so this man has not even purchased this land the treasure is hid in a field there is um, a bank of crude oil 1000 feet below on a particular piece of land there is um, a gem of gold maybe 5000 feet below a particular land or a particular land and then the bible says that the treasure is hid in a field and the witch when a man had found so this man got to know that that land is not an ordinary land inside the land is an abundance inside the land is a wealth of resources and then when this man got to know about it he um 
he hid it and for the joy the joy of if i can buy this land i can own everything on the land and beneath the surface of the land so for the joy thereof he goeth and selleth all that he had and buyeth that field praise god what this bible is trying to tell us is that the kingdom of god is what's more than what we can have is way more than anything that any man can ever have praise god our lives our soul is um will i say is is like the piece of land so let me use our lives to to use it as an example like our lives are like the piece of land that piece of land that's our life true the life that God has given to us, that we are alive and we are breathing. He granted us the privilege to be human beings. He created us as human beings and we are alive. And then we got to know that being um, alive, we can come to Jesus and receive eternal life. Praise the Lord. Eternal life is a privilege and is, is possible. So if we believe in Jesus and we follow him, and we walk in his steps that means we can we can be saved that means we have hope that our life, our hope does not end in this world our hope does not end in going to school having a job having a business getting married having children and then having children's children and seeing the children the children and the children's children prosper and then after maybe 100 years the person dies our life does not end there in fact, the Lord is with us. He is willing to walk with us throughout our life's journey. That is from the moment we believe in Him and we receive Him as our Lord and our personal Savior. And we lean on to Him and we walk with Him. He is going to help us throughout our life's journey. Remember that the topic or the um, well, yeah, the topic of this podcast is about navigating life and seasons there is no better way to navigate lives and seasons than when it is the holy spirit that is holding you by the hand to navigate life because of our own selves what do we know he has created us he has a purpose that he created us for and he sent us into the earth and as we are in the earth, it is with him, cooperating with him, living by his standards, obeying his voice, that we will know the different seasons of our lives and we will know how to act accordingly in these seasons of our lives. Praise the Lord. So, as the Lord has a great plan for us and as we've come to be saved, there is also a member in our body that does not want to live righteously, that does not want to live holy life, that does not want to live a saved life. Praise the Lord. In the book of Genesis, when the devil came to tempt Eve, he told her, he said that when you eat of this fruit, you will not die. We know that the devil is a liar and is a deceiver. He wanted to make them sin and disobey God. And then he told them that if you eat of this fruit, you will not die. But you will be as God, knowing both good and evil. Praise the Lord. And um, Eve was tempted and she desired the fruit and she ate it. 
and from eating of that fruit, man's life be- became such that we are all experiencing now that there is a sinful nature. This thing that is called sinful nature, it entered into humanity, into mankind through that singular act of eating the fruit that the Lord God told Adam and Eve that they should not eat. Praise God. So that is the entry point of the sinful nature in the life of man. Praise God. So when we come to Jesus and we come to be born again and we ask that he forgives us of our sins and that he helps us to live righteously and live holily, there is always a contention between living in the flesh and living in the spirit. So living in the flesh is living like a natural man. A natural man is a man who is carnal, is a man who lives in the flesh, is a man who does whatever he wants to do, anytime he wants to do it, without restrictions and without the mindset of, oh, there can be consequences. Now, I'll use an example that whatever decisions we make, whatever choices we make, whatever thing we do with our lives, there are always consequences. That's one. And number two, it's not even easy. Praise God. For example, if you will live a healthy life, it's not easy. There are so many rules. There are so many, don't hit this kind of thing, he's bad fat, or this one is bad cholesterol, or this one is too much food, or you should not eat too much calories, you should eat more of proteins and less calories, or you should go to the gym and exercise so that your body will be fit. You know, even the singular act of deciding and saying, I want to start going to the gym, it will require discipline from you to get up early at a certain time of the day, every day, or the number of days you want to do it in a week. It will require consistency. So when it's not convenient for you, when you feel tired, this is the second day after going to the gym and all your body is aching you and you are back in the house and you remember that you want to go back to the gym today again. You know, you, you that moment you're like, should I even continue with this thing or should I discard the entire thing together because at that point in time you are realizing that the decision i've taken to be fit is costing me comfort in the same way someone who chooses not to mind whether they should exercise or not whether they should eat early i mean eat healthily or not the um the effects or yeah the effect of that kind of lifestyle is that different health diseases can come out from there so you can say i'm going to eat whatever i like however i like it so you eat by 12 or you eat by 7 you eat by 9 you eat by 12 you eat by 3 you eat by 6 you eat by 9 again you eat up to like seven times in a day or up to like six times in a day and you eat anything whether it's good for your blood type or not you eat it whether it's good for your health or not you eat it whether it's good for your Um, but there's something called body mass index so body mass index basically explains the weight you should have according to your height so when you are a certain height you are expected to have a certain weight body weight according to body mass index 
So some people follow it and it helps them to be able to lift themselves better and move around better because their weight is in proportion to their height. So they are in a healthy fit in that aspect. So whether what you are eating is good for your BMI or it's not good for your BMI, you just hit it, you just do whatsoever you like. The consequences of the two of them is that one person will live a healthier lifestyle and another person will live a life that is not healthy. That is one. Number two, choosing to eat anything you want to eat is entirely your choice, but it's not even convenient because the time will come that, you know, you can go for a checkup and they'll tell you, oh, we discovered so and so and so in your body. Your body is acidic. There's so much acid in your body. So that has given room for uh, the growth of certain things. We will check if it is cancerous or it's not cancerous. And a lot of things start going on the line. If you choose to go to the gym, you choose to eat healthily. You choose to eat in proportion. You choose to do the right things in regards to your health and your fitness it's also not convenient because there are times you want to eat like two bowls but then you know that what you've eaten is is enough for you is good enough for you but because of constraints you just have to keep with the portion sizes and over time your body gets used to it but when your body is not used to it what do you do you you try to you know you just try to go through it like try to endure it praise the lord now why am i using all of why am i using this analogy why am i explaining all of these things i'm explaining all of these things to say that when a man lives in the flesh it is different from when a man lives in the spirit when a man lives a healthy lifestyle is different from when a man lives an unhealthy lifestyle what it requires most of the time in the area of lifestyle choices is discipline and perseverance to go through with the plan in the area of the spirit is beyond discipline the lord is willing to help us and his help is available to us already praise the lord now we are going to go to the book of romans 6 16. romans 6 16. and then okay now the bible says let, let's start from um verse 12. let's start from verse 12 romans 6 12. It says, let not sin, therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey the lust thereof. Praise God. Let not sin, therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Like I mentioned earlier, sin entered the world through the disobedience of Eve and Adam to eat what God has asked them not to eat. So it was a command. You can eat anything. You have this entire garden to yourself. But this tree, you don't eat it. That one that is in the center, just in case you don't know which tree I'm talking about in particular, God told them that tree that is in the center of the garden, don't eat this particular tree. Praise the Lord. So there was a precise um, instructions concerning it. But when the devil came, 
and he deceived Eve and he lied to her to make her feel like she can hit the the fruit of the tree and she has not disobeyed God. He made her feel like she can hit the fruit of the tree and then rather than being a disobedient creation, she is wiser. And that is a big fat lie. Praise God. Amen. But we know that from that singular act, sin entered the world. That was the first sin, disobedience to God. And sin entered the world. And beyond sin entering the world, God said, let's go to Genesis first so that this information will be very clear. The instructions that um, God has given. Okay. Uh, Genesis verse 1. Okay, Genesis 3 is where the devil came to cause satan i mean to cause eve to sin the bible says now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said unto the woman yea as god said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruits of the trees of the garden so the devil came by trying to coin the instructions of God that the God said you will not eat anything. No, 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 no. God said we can eat. You see, don't entertain the devil. Don't entertain the devil. He will. He, he always comes. He will come and look for something to deceive you by. Don't entertain him. Now the Eve said, and and the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. So God gave a precise instructions um instruction concerning this thing genesis 2 verse 16 this is where the instruction was given okay let's start from 15 and the lord god took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it verse 16 the instruction and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So God was not even trying to hide the um, the content of that tree. He told them what it is. This is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Thou shalt not eat it. That's the instructions. Following the instruction is a guidance that says, For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Praise the Lord. So those were two direct words. Number one, eat as whatever you want to eat freely. Eat it. But you see this one that is in the center of the garden, the tree of um, knowledge of good and evil, don't eat it. That's the guidance. I mean, that's the instruction. The day you eat it, you will die. So it's not like God is doing um, peekaboo with them or he's doing hide and seek or he's not giving them the full information so they think they are not satisfied with what he has said so they want to try it out. There's nothing to try out there. He has told you, don't hit it. This is what the fruit is about. You will know good, you will know evil. But don't hit it because when you eat it, it's dangerous for you. It will cost you to die. Praise God. And Part of the repercussion effects of that is that a natural man, you don't teach a child to lie. You don't teach a child to steal. You don't teach a child 
to be violent to beat his younger brother or his sister you don't teach a child any of that it comes to them naturally why because they are children of adam and eve we are all children of adam and eve so we inherited it praise god the bible says that by one man sin has entered into the world and by another man salvation has entered praise god Hallelujah. so as a person let's start with a man before we come to the man in christ as a man there, there, there are options for you. There are two options for you. There's an option to live believing that God does not exist, believing that uh, God will not help you, believing that you can make it in life without God. And there's another option to acknowledge that God truly has made a redemption plan for me by sending his son Christ Jesus to die for me. And I accept him into my life as my personal Lord and Savior. And I will walk with him until that i know him tangibly and i am saved and i am a new man praise the lord it is possible to know god tangibly as somebody as a man knows his friend it is very possible to know god tangibly praise the lord so as a natural as a human being you can choose to say you know what i'm going to live in the flesh i'm going to live in the flesh i'm going to live like every other person that has no hope praise god but when you are in christ the bible says you are a new creature all things has passed away behold all things are made new praise the lord the bible says work out your salvation with fear and with trembling praise the lord the bible made us know clearly that because true adam sin entered the world now true jesus righteousness is entering the world praise god now the bible made us to know that the head is judged the head and everything in it is judged the head well, will pass away with all the deceitful lust thereof what that is to say is that this head we are in is not even permanent it's not forever it's not going to be forever whether it lasts for a, a thousand years or i mean a certain thousand thousands of years or not it's not going to be forever so the time will come that this hurt itself will be rolled away like a garment that is found in the book of revelations this this hurt itself will be rolled away as a garment praise the lord so having that consciousness having that knowledge that even this earth that we we take so you know we take as if it is everything that matters it has its own time just like a man has his lifetime the earth has its lifetime the trees have their lifetime everything has its lifetime so when the time comes for the earth to be rolled away it's going to be rolled away and be done with be destroyed be done with praise the lord now the word of god made us know clearly about the redemption plan of god which comes through jesus christ praise the lord i'm sure you may be wondering so what is this flesh pool what is the flesh pool about listen and follow you surely get to where we are going praise the lord now romans 6 we've left genesis now we've seen how the devil came to tempt eve by asking first that oh the god said you know it any oh, god said we can eat tree freely but there's one in this how did she know that it is in the center of the garden 
we may eat of the fruit of the tree, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, Ye shall not eat it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Praise God. It's even saying, Don't touch it. The Bible says, Flee from every appearance of evil. This word in the book of Genesis, verse 3, and chapter 3, verse 3, it buttresses what the Bible says about fleeing from every appearance of evil. Because God says, don't eat it. Don't even touch it. Because when you touch it, you want to eat it. It's a temptation. It's looking. This is obviously a don't don't go area. No go area. This is obviously a no go area. So why are you even hanging around there? You should avoid it by all means. Praise God. The Bible talking about the adulterous woman and talking about a man that needs to be guided by wisdom. He said, don't follow the path of our way. Avoid it. So God told them, don't eat it as a guideline that will help you not to eat it don't touch it because if you touch it you want to eat it praise god so don't eat it don't touch it if you eat it you'll die very clear praise god now they ate it we know what happened we are we are descendants of Adam and eve we know what's all what happened when they ate it because now there's there is sin that has entered into the world through one man and as an escape plan there is life eternal life salvation entering into this same world through jesus christ god coming in the form of flesh to save us from sin and the nature that we have inherited praise the lord now going to the book of romans i said we'll start from 12. the bible says let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body what does that mean this address is precisely to the saints it's precisely to people who believe in god because people who walk in sin what else is ruling them if it is not sin sin is what is guiding them because they live by the flesh but the word of the lord says to us saints let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the lust thereof neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin but yield yourselves unto god as those that are alive from the dead praise god remember god told adam and eve that the day you eat thereof the day you eat of this fruit you will die any man living in the flesh is a dead man someone who walks in the flesh who lives in the flesh, who is led by the flesh, is dead. That's it doesn't matter how much he has. It doesn't matter who he is. If you live in the flesh, you are a dead man. Because that's what God says. Praise God. There is no hope for living in the flesh. Living in the flesh is living in disobedience to God. Living in the flesh is living in even hurting other people. Praise God. Now, when the Pharisees, when they came to Jesus, they asked him, of all these ten commandments you've given to us, which one is the greatest of it? What is the greatest commandment? And he said, the greatest commandment is love. Praise God. The greatest commandment is love. Love the Lord with all your heart and all your might and all your strength. Okay, might and strength is the same thing. And with all your heart, your strength and your soul that's loving god and then love your neighbor as yourself 
when you love your neighbor you will not break into your neighbor's house to steal from him when you love your neighbor you will not covet after your neighbor's wife when you love your neighbor you will not kill your neighbor praise god when you not love your neighbor you will not do something that will harm your neighbor praise the lord so jesus made it clear to us that the greatest of this commandment that he has given to us is love and we are not just commanded to walk in love now the bible says that we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but the spirit of adoption that we may cry abba father the bible says that the spirit that raised up jesus from the dead it will also quicken our mortal bodies the spirit that raised christ jesus from the from the from the dead we quicken our mortal bodies what does that mean that means that the spirit of god that is in christ jesus that enabled him to live a blameless and a holy life and raised him up from the dead that spirit is in us when we believe in god is in us when we ask god to fill us up with the holy spirit and the spirit leads us the bible says that the only the comforter which i sent to you jesus talking to the disciples he said the comforter that i'm sending to you he will guide you into all truth so the holy spirit is a comforter and he guides he will guide you into all truth so he will lead us he comforts us he guides us into the truth he helps us to live a holy life so what is the disadvantage the disadvantage is disobedience when you don't obey the holy spirit of god then you will have to struggle because he will tell you what will work for your good but you will not do it and eventually you realize that ah and i felt this nudging in my spirit i felt i had it i felt in my spirit that i should have locked this door before i went to sleep oh my god now everything is stolen oh i felt this oh i knew and something was telling me oh ah i wish i had praise the lord the holy spirit is is there for us is the one that will help us is the one that will quicken our mortal bodies praise god now let's continue with the um, bible verse it says uh, when verse 13 it says neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin but yield yourselves unto god as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto god for sin shall not have dominion over you. Amen. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. It is the grace of God that brought salvation to us. It is the grace of God that we can live in the spirit and overcome in this flesh. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. The grace of God helps us to live above the law. Praise God. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into sin. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into fornication. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into distractions. The Bible says it will lead us into all truth. Praise God. So the grace of God to us through the Lord Jesus Christ, the grace of the Lord to us, which is the Holy Spirit, it will lead us into all truth. So when we walk with this privilege of having the Spirit of the living God live inside of us, we will not walk in sin we will not live in sin the bible says walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh 
How do you triumph? How do you live above this flesh? Walk in the spirit. You will not fulfill the loss of the flesh because it will equip you. It will help you. Praise God. Now, verse 16 says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye have. To whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Verse 16, that um, is like our anchor verse. It says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey. Now, it says to whom. This to whom is, is trying to mean like a person, like a personality. Whom. When you use who, like whom is an old English form of who. So to who you yield yourselves. Who are you yielding yourselves to? In this place, I've never even seen it this way before. Like sin is being described like a personality. Like obedience is described like a personality. Note the Bible says whom womb to who like who do you give yourself to so no you know don't you know that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey is servants ye have to obey praise god so if you walk in the flesh you are being led you are being led by the flesh praise god if the devil comes and whispers to you oh Go and get a knife. Oh, that is a bank. That if you break into it, you can steal so much money and get away with it. At that point in time, if you buy that idea of sin, what you've bought, you've bought yourself as a slave to sin. Because it's, it's dropping words of sin to you. It's dropping words of steal. The Bible says thou shalt not steal. But then, because you're in the flesh, the devil is telling you to steal. And... If you obey him, if you are not saved, if you don't rely on the Spirit of God and you obey him, you go ahead to steal. What do you do? You have yielded yourself as a servant to stealing. How do people become addicted to things? Because they do it over and over again. So the first time it can be said, oh, it's a mistake. I, I just stumbled upon it. I stumbled on the site. Oh, I've never, I've never watched pornography before. I just stumbled on the site. It's a mistake. But then you go back to the site. And you go back to the site. And you go back to the site. What is happening? A pattern is being built up. Praise God. What is... And bring it forth. Some and under... Some. Some. Praise God. Now, I'm going to explain these two verses. Using them side by side. He also that received the seed among the tongues is he that heareth the word. So this person that received the seed among the tongues, he has heard the word. Now, before we got here, a background story is that this parable, Jesus was explaining about a sower that went to sow. So some seed fell on the wayside. Some seed fell on the rocky soil, on the rock side. Some seed fell on the tony ground and some seed fell on the good soil and the the disciples were asking what does this even mean how does this explain the kingdom of god what does this mean and jesus said oh it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of god so i'm going to explain it to you and he explained it to them that this side this is what it means this is what that stands for the seed that fell on the rocky side this is what it means 
we are going to have an um, expose, expository message on the seed, the sower and the seed. Praise God. Now, the seed that fell on the rocky side, this is what it means. Now, the seed that fell on the thorny side, this is what it means. The seed that fell on the so good soil, this is what it means. So, verse 20 to 23 is where he explains different kind of soils and what it means, their outcome, what it means. Verse 22 and 23 explains the seeds that fell on the thorny side and the seed that fell on the good soil. Now we are going to explain. Now we are going to explain. Most most people, most Christians that are struggling in their work with God, most people that are struggling in their work with God, fall on the category of this verse twenty-two, the seed that fell on the thorny side. Praise God. Now let's look close at it. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word praise god and the care of this word now the the lord jesus is making us to see where the problem is he said the care of this word what is the care of this word the loss of the eyes the loss of the flesh the pride of life what is the care of this word distractions distractions on the internet distractions by addiction distractions by hanging around too much distractions by eating too much so fasting is a burden distractions by watching movies too much praise god it is important for us each and every one of us to look deeply into our lives and what is that thing that is distracting me what is pulling me away from the presence of god what is pulling me into sin Praise God. The mystery of the flesh pool is such that it may not necessarily be a sin, like a bad thing. When you browse on the internet, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You may be doing research. For me, in the aspect of fashion and sketches, I was doing research, but it was too much. Because just to read six chapters of the Bible that I would have been done with in less than an hour, I cannot do it. But then... To stay online for three hours, I could do it very well. The Bible says that what you yield yourself to, that is a servant. You, be, you become the servant of that thing. So when you yield yourself to watching of movies too much, that becomes your Lord. You cannot stand the sight of a new movie. You want to watch it. And there will be no end to movie production. There will be no end. It's a lifetime career for people to make movies. And it's a lifetime career for you to follow Jesus. So what do you want to do? Do you want to follow Jesus? Or you want to spend your life on the screen watching? Realize that the moment you stop and you are watching, your life at that point in time, you are not doing anything. There is nothing. It's not like you're reading to improve yourself. You are not praying. You are not ministering to people. You are not building up on your skills. You are not interacting with people. You are not sleeping to rest your brain and your body, but you are just watching. Praise God. But then it is important what you watch. And there should be a, a measure to it. There should be a moderation about it. I personally am not against watching of movies. It's good. You can watch movies for whatever you want to watch it for. It's not a bad idea. But when it becomes something that hinders you from doing the things of God, from growing in your work with God, then you have to cut it off. Praise God. Amen. 
it is time to know that being a Christian is not easy. Being a Christian is not at all easy. You have to make up your mind and be dedicated. Yes. Praise God. It's not easy. There's one song we used to sing in a church that time. The song is in Yoruba. I'm going to sing it and explain what it means. Say, where a lasa queenda, where a lasa queenda, all else shake, where a lasa queenda. It means we are running, turn back. We are running, turn back. A lazy man cannot follow Jesus. We are running fast, turn back. Praise God. Now, what that song, you know, we sang it in the church at the time. Uh, and we 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 turn back yes a lazy man will turn back he cannot keep up with the pace and that's what happened with the seed that fell on the turn on the turns it fell among the turns it can't keep up with the pace why because the nutrients did you know that turns require nutrients to grow if the soil is not fertile, nothing will grow on it. The singular fact that thorns are thriving on that soil, it is a sign that that soil, it has the required nutrients for the good seed also to grow. That's why farmers, when they farm, when there are so many thorns around their plants, what do they do? They weed it. They remove it. They remove the weed. They throw it away. They remove it, the weed. They throw it away. When they remove the weed, it gives room for the good soil to grow. You, as a child of God, you are the soil. Praise God. You are the soil. When Jesus was explaining to them, he explained to them that um, the seed is the word of God, and then the soil is the heart of man. Praise God. Now you, your heart is the soil. What kind of soil is your heart made of? Is it a thorny soil? So while I was going through this um, flesh pool at that time the lord told me that you have the capacity to follow me with all your heart but you are giving your time to distractions you have it is in you to know god it is in you to seek god it is in you to follow god but what are you giving your time to what is that thing you are giving your time to i want you to know that the devil cannot read your mind it doesn't know what is in the in the context of your mind he watches your patterns and from your patterns he creates a strategy against you he watches okay what does this person like he likes um partying he likes hanging around in the night and passing okay from that pattern what does he do he create from from your pattern he creates a a a a temptation along that line the bible says that a man is tempted from the things that he likes. That's like I'm, I'm interpreting what the exact verse says. It says you are drawn away from the lust of your heart. So a man is tempted from the things he likes. Praise God. No man should say, oh, God is tempting me. No. God does not tempt any man. But you are tempted when you are, you are tempted when you are drawn from, from the lust of your heart. Praise God. A man is tempted by that lust that is in his heart. Now, we are going to go to the Bible verse so that James 1 verse 14. Hebrews, James. Hebrews is before James. So James 1 verse 14. Okay. 
But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Praise God. Now, for me, that liked to always browse online and do just look for different patterns and sketches and all of that. For me, the loss that the devil was 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 making the the loss that the devil was um was using was that i am inquisitive so i like to know things i like to find more i like to read i like to know i just like to know so because i like to know i love doing research i love to read now you can be a person that likes to do research if you like to do research take your time do research in the right things do the research of the right things Go to your Bible, read it. You will know God. Read your Bible. There is a quote well, one time that was going around about like trending that it says um, the Bible is the only book where the author is there when you are reading it. And that is so true because God is everywhere. The, man, the Bible says that a man through diligence separated himself and seeketh to know wisdom. True diligence, a man having separated himself, seeketh to know wisdom. If you will ever amount to anything in life, you have to be intentional about it. And beyond drawing the plans and making up your mind, you have to go through with it. There is a going through with it. There is a following through with it. It's not convenient, but you have to go through with it. If you're going to be great in anything, you have to go through with it. And if you're going to follow Jesus to the end, you go through with it. Praise the Lord. Now, like the song I was saying, the song says that um, a lazy man cannot follow Jesus. We, the, the race, we are, we are running fast. So a lazy man will quickly get tired. He will turn back. A lazy man will turn back. A lazy man cannot follow Jesus. Praise God. So a lazy person cannot serve God. All things have consequences, good things, bad things. It has consequences. For some things, it may not look as if it is bad, you know, just like what I started with by explaining a healthy lifestyle versus an unhealthy lifestyle. When you are living an unhealthy lifestyle, you may not necessarily know that this lifestyle is not healthy. You may not really feel the consequence immediately, but over time, you see that your body is becoming difficult to carry. You see that you're becoming easily tired. You see that you spend most of your time eating. You see that you procrastinate a lot. Why are you procrastinating? Because the time you should spend doing A, you are using to do Z. Praise God. So you have it in mind that, ah, today, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. But at the end of the day, you do something that is totally unrelated to any of the things you've itemized that you want to do. Why? Because you are following in the line of the thing that you don't want to do. You have yielded yourself as a slave to it, so you will do it. Praise God. So this... This topic is about breaking away from it. Now, what are you yielding yourself to? What are you yielding yourself to? The Bible says God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord go store and throw the earth to seek those whose hearts are right and put their trust in him. 
If you seek God diligently, my dear, you are going to know God. You want to know him, seek him. Know your excesses, cut it away, cut it off. Decide, Lord, I've realized that this thing is what is hindering me from following with all of my heart. Because when there's a new movie, I don't want to read my Bible. Help me. I don't want to be this kind of Christian. Help me. Praise God. Like I mentioned some minutes ago, it built a pattern. It built a pattern. The Bible says the flesh lusted against the spirit. That means when you are doing spiritual activities, there at times you feel uneasy. Some people, you may be on Instagram, you are scrolling on Instagram, and then you scroll to a short 30 seconds, 30 seconds clip from a preaching, and then you just scroll past it. Why do you scroll past it? That's the activity of the flesh. It does not want to listen to the words of the spirit. The flesh is lusting against the spirit so that you will not do the things of the spirit. And the spirit is lusting against the flesh. That's why when you are in, in, in when you are doing something that you should not do, the Holy Spirit will tell you, why don't you just don't fight with this person? Why don't you um, go and read your Bible? It will remind you, oh yes, it will. You say you want to read your Bible, you've drafted out a plan. It's going to remind you. It may remind you why you are doing something you don't want to leave. It may remind you when you are done doing it and you're like, ah, what did I even do today? And then, but you said you wanted to read your Bible. Oh, God. That's not the time to run away from God. That's the time to say, Lord, I, I need your help. If you don't help me, I will continue in this thing. If you don't help me, I will continue in it. Praise God. So one of the ways out... One of the ways of breaking away the pool of the flesh is identifying what it is that it's your own distraction. What is that thing that comes as a distraction to you? I'm using distraction because it can be anything. Praise God. For some people, it can be food. For some people, it can be pornography. For some people, it can be social media for some people it can be the wrong kinds of friends for some people it can be just hanging around and jesting all day that's an unprofitable lifestyle you may not know it now but five years to come ten years to come when you see your mates achieving great things in life then you wonder what did what did i do with my life oh you were gisted what did i do oh you were watching film you watched it 50 percent of your life you spend it on watching film praise the lord now we are going to wrap it, call it a wrap. You know, I'm going to just come to a close for right now. Um, this this um, topic, this teaching, we are going to complete it next week Sunday. Praise the Lord. So the first thing is identify your triggers. I know very well now that you know what the flesh pull is. The flesh pull is that thing that draws you to sin, to what you used to do before, and it is in in the nature of a man. Because from the from from the sin from a man sin entered into the world. So from Jesus comes salvation. Praise God. So the flesh pull we, we is that thing that keeps drawing you to sin because the flesh lost against the spirit, but then the spirit lost against the flesh. So cooperate with the Holy Spirit so that as the Holy Spirit is leading you, you follow Him. That's the way how the Bible says if you walk, walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Praise God. It involves breaking negative cycles. It involves being intentional. While I was praying to God, God, please help me. 
deliver me from distraction. You, you know one of the things he told me? He told me that when you are done in a prayer session, put away your phone. Put away your phone. Because the phone is a trigger. Or oh, there's data on it, or oh, there's something to browse. Put away your phone. I personally realized I'm more productive when I'm with my journal and my pen. I am more productive, most productive. Because at that time, I'm writing things I want to do. I'm writing things that are plans for the week. I'm writing this, I'm writing that. The things that I've dropped in my mind, I'm taking notes. How do I execute this? How do I make this happen? How do I do this? How do I do that? Ow, 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 ow. Praise God. Now, that is for me. One of the things he told me is that immediately, because at times I'll be like, God, I prayed. Okay, I just finished praying. Like, I prayed for this amount. I prayed for two hours right now. But now I'm pressing my phone for another one hour. What kind of life is this? And he says, drop it. Drop it. When you are done praying, go and drop the phone. Enter a praying position. And then begin to pray on what you just prayed about. I don't know if you understand that. Like you just prayed about some things. Let your mind begin to ruminate on those things. Let your mind begin to satiate on those things. Let that be the thing that is is, uh, the preoccupation of your mind. Remember that the soil that fed by the roadside. The Bible says that, I mean the seed that fell by the roadside. The Bible says that when the seed fell on the roadside, the devil came. The devil came and, and stole the word out of the hearts of those people. So some people, they will make it to church, but the church will not be seen in them. Why? Because as soon as they leave the church, they are forgotten everything. They've talked it off on the way before they got to their destination. They've, made, they've called it off on the way before they got to... For, let the word of God rest in you. I'm going to challenge you. After this podcast, when we come to the end, for the next 30 minutes, let your mind go through it. Take your pen, take your book, take note. What is that thing that is as a disservice to me? What is that thing that I do that I don't want to do, but I always do it? What are the plans I've said I want to do? This is Sunday. It's the beginning of a new week. So between Sunday and Saturday, Plan it. What do I want to do this week? What is that thing I've been putting off for the most time? How do I put my financial life together? How do I make the most of this year as a Christian? Christianity is not just giving your life to Christ and following God. Christianity is working with God. Mm -hmm. There is growth that is expected of you. The Bible says, as newborn babies, desire the sincere meek of the word. How do babies grow? They grow. They are first a baby, and then they can crawl, and then they can make some sounds with their mouths, and then they, they start walking, and then they, they, they can walk well, and then they can talk. Oh, they can eat now. They can use their hands. They can run. They can poke at you. They can laugh. That's how spiritual growth happens too. At first, you are a novice. You don't know so many things about the things of God. Then you read the word of God. Then you pray. Then you listen. I bless the Lord for your lives, for giving time to water the seeds of the word of God in your life. I tell you assuredly, it's going to grow. One of the, one of the things that I did most importantly last year was attending conferences and conventions, Christian gatherings, Christian gatherings. In, 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 a, in the life of a person, there is no end to learning. There is no end to pushing yourself. There is no end to knowing God. No matter how close you are to God, you can 
know God more and more. God is inexhaustible. So you can't come to a point where you say, I'm so satiated with knowledge of God. I've known God thoroughly. I've known God perfectly. I know God a hundred and a thousand percent. No, there's a growth. The Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was not. For God took him. He walked with God to that extent that God took him. Abraham walked with God. Moses walked with God. Joshua walked with God. Deborah had the walk with God. She was bold and confident and they could go to battle because she knows that God will give them victory. Are you walking with God? Or you are walking in this, in this earth? You're walking in life. You're walking through life. After this podcast, I'm challenging you right now in the name of the Lord. It also comes to me. The next 30 minutes or 45 minutes or one hour, after this podcast, give time to ruminate on all these things. Go through the things you've jotted down. Make a plan out of it. Give account of what you just listened in this hour, in this time. Give account. Take time. If it's going to lead you into 30 minutes of praying, begin to pray. Father, I uproot every seed of unrighteousness that is drawing me to live in the flesh. Let's, let's even start praying now as we round up the session. Let's begin to pray. Father, I uproot every seed of unrighteousness that is leading me to walk in sin. Every seed of unrighteousness that is leading me to live a lazy lifestyle. Christianity is not, a, is not for a lazy person. A lazy man cannot follow God. He will turn aside because he is lazy. Praise God. Father, every seed of laziness. Jesus said in his word that I overcome the world. Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Jesus, as you overcome the world, I overcome the world. I overcome the distractions of the world. I overcome every pull of the flesh that keeps pulling me into sin. That keeps pulling me to things I don't want to do. That keeps taking me a, a step forward in God and five steps backward into sin. In the name of Jesus, every of such pool is broken off right now in the name of Jesus. It is broken off right now for the word of the Lord says whatsoever two or three of you shall agree upon upon concerning anything on this earth. It shall be done for them. Lord, we agree. We agree, both the speaker and the listener, we agree. The every pool of the flesh on the lives of those that are listening to this podcast right now, it is broken in the name of Jesus. It is broken in the name of Jesus. It is broken in the name of Jesus. Sin shall not have dominion over us. Sin shall not have dominion over us. Unrighteousness will not have dominion over us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, right now, every seed, every thorn that is in on the good soil of my heart, every stone that is on the good soil of my heart, right now, I uproot it, 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 I uproot it. In the name of Jesus, I give due diligence. I give due diligence. I give due diligence to my to 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 my my consecration before God. I give due diligence to the life I live in the presence of God. I give due diligence to give to 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 give account of a good
stewardship to God. In the mighty name of Jesus, the seed of the word of God that is planted in my heart, that is planted in my soul, it will germinate, it will take root, it will bring forth an abundance. In the name of Jesus, it brings forth an abundance. In the name of Jesus, it brings forth an abundance. In the name of Jesus, I am like the good soil. I am the, like the good soil. Every tone is weeded out. Every tone is weeded out. I am consecrated unto God. In the name of Jesus, I will not live in sin. I will not live in unrighteousness. I will not live in distractions. In the mighty name of Jesus, every hold of darkness over my life be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken. The breaker has gone ahead of me. Every hold of darkness over my life is broken. It's broken asunder. In the name of Jesus, it will not stand. He's broken asunder. Rabo shakalako sekedo shededo dia. Hiliko sakababalio baba shadadadada no sikado siakadiada. Every hold of darkness over my heart is broken. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I walk in the spirit. I do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. As Christ Jesus overcome. I overcome. As Christ Jesus overcome, I am in him. I overcome. 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 In the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus has taken me away from sin. I live in, in faith. I live by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I live in righteousness. I live in holiness. I live a holy life. In the name of Jesus. Kaso kaba shakali kosi kalo adado adalo ada rebelebe koso kedo shekedo sakado shiado adada. I yield my life to the Holy Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus, I yield my life to the Holy Spirit of God to obey the promptings of the Spirit. To obey the promptings of the Spirit. To take my life seriously. To take my spiritual life seriously. To take my consecration seriously. To fast when I need to. To fast as I have to. To pray when I need to, to pray as I have to. In the name of Jesus, I am not a lukewarm Christian. I will not be a lukewarm Christian. I give due diligence to the word of God that has been spoken to me, that is in my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You can read the book of Matthew 13, you know, today and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you, you're going to understand it. And you can take on the Bible reading plan of the book of Psalms and Proverbs, six chapters every day, less than an hour every day. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um. We thank God for this message today, and we bless the Lord for this daughter of Zion that the Lord has used for us. You see, one thing about this Garden of Eden, where she quoted about uh, uh, the episode of the fall of man. Of course, when she was speaking, I was wondering certain things wondering about certain things in that episode of their fall. Number one is this, the Garden of Eden uh, was a place where God meets them in the cool of day before they fell. The Lord made it his own kingdom. He made its own kingdom on earth for, for man. 
where he meets man, where he encounters, encountered man. So, and there he wanted to rule over them. He wanted to have a say on the one that he has create, he created. He want to be in charge of their lives. So he brought them into his own kingdom. That kingdom of God then was the, that garden of Eden. And in the kingdom of God, if God is the owner of that kingdom and the one that is the one that created it, he has the right over anything that is there, including the creature. And that was why in the same garden, the Lord planted tree of life and then the tree of, let's just say the tree of evil. Hmm? Because whatever, whatever is mixed with evil and good is still evil. Is evil. Hallelujah. Because Amen. plus times, neg times minus is minus. Minus times plus is what? Minus. So meaning that that tree is minus three. And the other three of life is plus three. But this minus three, this minus three is carrying the plus and the minus. And it is minus. And God wants them to give him that minus. <laughs> Are you listening to me? I was just meditating as he was speaking. So he wants them to give, give him the only minus that is in that word, in that, uh, garden. In that garden. And in the same garden, they are the same spot where the same I mean, where, uh, where that evil evil tree is or was. We had the tree of life at the same center of the garden, which shows that God has brought us here unto Himself in His kingdom on that year, in that garden of Eden, like, like He brought them there. He comes to them freely in the cool of days. But the tree was there, and the Lord said, Do not eat this tree because I want to rule over everything here. The only evil, the only negative in this in this in this uh, in this garden or in this kingdom that I brought you in is this. Take note of it. Huh? This one, take note of it. Do not draw near it. Hallelujah. See, you see, God wants to have rule over them. He wants to have rule over us. He desired that he rule over us by giving us, uh, giving us, um, giving unto him us, do, uh, I mean, his, obe his um, obedience and loyalty. But uh, where God rules from is through the obedience and the loyalty of his people. Where God is empowered is where his people is obeying and yielding unto him in loyalty. And then, that was what God really wanted in that garden. That's why, that was why he took, he, he brought them to, the, to, that, to that place to take note of that evil garden. I mean, evil, sorry, evil tree. Praise the Lord. Number two. The only existing, the only evil existing in that garden is that evil tree. And the Lord wants them to give him that evil thing that is existing there. So that by not eating it, they are giving it unto God. 
that God is the owner of Israel. He said we should not touch it. Hmm? He said we shouldn't touch it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The reason why is this. God is asking them to give them the only negative things, the only minus thing in that garden. As good, as glorious as the garden was, there, is this, there was that word, that negative, that minus. So the Lord wanted, didn't want them to live in minus. That was why he wanted them to what? To give them that tree to honor him. In fact, it is not because God wants them to be loyal to him or to, to obey him also, but for their own good. So that the only negative thing that is there will be in control of God. The moment you the moment they give it unto God without touching it, as long as they, are still, they didn't touch it, God was in control. The tree was there. God was coming, has been coming to them without going to the tree until one day that they went to the tree and touched the tree and they touched the negative. So if God is asking us to do something or to give him over everything or something in our lives, or in this world God is demanding something, he's only, he's only demanding it in order to have the control. You can be too sure that that thing that you want you to give to him is things that will limit you from having all God's fullness that God created you to have, that God created me to have. So if God is asking us anything, don't do this, don't hit this, don't have this, don't go that way, it is for our good. But we thank God that God has given us, given us this, this spirit that can help us, but let, don't let us go there now. So, what let me just emphasize on this matter, that God wants to have rule over them, so he wants them to give them the only thing that can limit them. The only negative thing in that garden. That is what? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. It is what God gives to you. It is what you give God that God, God have, have control over. Recently, the Lord spoke to us uh, on, in, in, our, in our home, what we should not do. And it is later that we find out that what, we, what God said we should not do, and as long as we are not doing it, it is there that God enters through to empower us against the enemy. And when the enemy came to search for that thing, they find us doing the will of God. And then they went back. Amen. Amen. I don't want to emphasize on that. Praise the Lord, or to, to, to be explicit on that. Only what I want us to know is this, that God, whenever he gives us his word, he has given us his word, he said, I have placed life before you and death. But I cancel you, I cancel with you, choose what? Choose life. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now, number three, no, no, another thing because of our time. The Lord wasn't the one who told them what the purpose the tree served. He didn't, the Lord didn't tell them. He only told them not to do what? Not to hit of the tree. He didn't call that tree any name. Huh? He didn't say this tree is carrying evil or good. Praise the Lord. And I did not even know, praise the Lord, 
And he didn't, he, God didn't tell them straight. This, this is tree of evil. He said, only do not, tree, do not eat, eat, eat this tree. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, but the dead, but, but the Lord, but the Lord, okay. Amen. Say, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, he's showing me something here. Amen. Praise the Lord. God did not, God, it is not really that it is the, the name that you saw here is the name of the tree itself. But God did not tell them what is in that tree. That if only don't hit it. The tree have been named eh, as tree of knowledge of good and evil. If they have known that this is knowledge, it's tree of evil, they ought not to have said, okay, we are going to settle for that evil. After the good that we have known, we have, we, we have realized. So God spoke to them here. He said in verse uh, 16 that she opened to me here. 16. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eat of it, thou shalt die. Now let me tell you where I'm going. When the devil met them and asked them to eat that tree, of that tree, what did he say? The devil said to them, he said, The Lord know that the day you eat it, you will know what? You will know evil and good. God did not tell them that. That you will know the day you eat this fruit, you will know evil and good. Of course, it is not. It is the tree of knowledge of good and evil at its, at its, as it's been named. But if I were them at that time, I would take note of what the, what the name, the tree, bear. You understand? But they did not take the name, take notice of that name. It's as if the name, the tree didn't get named to them. But for them, the enemy, the, the Lord now explained to them, lecture them, train them to be disobedient like himself. He told them the meaning and the reason for eating it, for eating the good. He said, I mean, for eating the, of the tree, you will know the, the tree, you know the what? The, uh, you know between evil and good. So, excuse me. Ever before the Lord created them, they were, did they not know good? They knew good, isn't it? It was good that the Lord created, because the Bible said that, behold, everything that the Lord created was what? Was good. Even after he created everything, including human, everything that created was what? Was good. But that same tree, God did not introduce it to them that, look, this tree, when you eat it, you will know evil and you will know good. But it is being called, generally, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. In that, at that, on that day, in the garden, where, where we get there, in the Garden of Eden, I mean, uh, uh, in the kingdom of God, we are going to ask some questions about this also. Hallelujah. That now, they, didn't they know that this name, the name of this tree, that even the name itself shows that they must run away from it. Hallelujah. So, but to them, it's as if the enemy, they now waited for the enemy to do what? They allowed the enemy to lecture them against the will of God for hitting that tree. So, so they were lectured by the devil. That is what the enemy is doing to us also, many of us. The, 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 the enemy lectures us against the counsel and purposes of God that we ought to know. And being Christians... And we have been born again. We have known what is good. And we have already mastered 
who Christ is. We are really talking, we are really, we believe we are talking to believer or saints, according to what she has, she has said. We are talking to saints. As saints of God, we have known what is good and what is evil. In fact, the reason why we are Christian is that we knew the way, the truth, and the life. And that is Jesus Christ. We knew the way, the truth, and the life. And having known that, still in our body, in our lives, there is this, there is still this enemy that existed ever before. I mean, at the time when they fell, and that system that they fell, they find themselves in, was to begin to struggle in doing the good that God created them to to, to be, and then to do the evil. So. They were now living, they were then living in conflict. And still today, we are living life, our lives in conflict. Conflict between doing good and doing evil. But thank God, because as believers, we have known what is good. Before when the Lord created them, he created them to know only good, void of every evil. Why must then they, then they decided to add the evil to the good that they are already known. Believers, it's a clarion call to us. It's a clarion call to us that God has called us to good and he has created us uh, as good through Christ Jesus. There is nothing we need again. And there is nothing God wants us to find us in than that truth. Praise the Lord. Than that good that God created with us. So, but the choice is ours. Hallelujah. Yeah. She has read it to us in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 16. He said, To whom you yield yourself to obey, you are the, you are the what? You are the servant or the slave of the one you obey. Let me read it also in verse 16 of Romans. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves, servants to obey, is servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience unto righteousness. Hallelujah. This is the decision that we have to take till we die. We have to be fighting and, and, and to reject always to do what? To receive or to, 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 to receive the evil that the flesh or the enemy in the flesh is offering us. The enemy, since that day when they fell and they collected the apple from him, he had had permanent control, huh? if not for Christ, over man through flesh. From that day when they collected that, that apple and ate it, they have given the authority over their body. Over their pest, over their, over over their, 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 their flesh, over their, mm-hmm, over their, over their, yes, over their body and their flesh, they have given the authority over the devil. So now, but inside of this body, when we were saved, we were given the earnest of the spirit of God. When we are talking about earnest, it's talking about absolute grace that we need to overcome is in us. Now. We have received the power to say no to the devil if we, if you are willing to do that. She gave us some kind of analogy about the issue of 
being addicted to phone, uh, what do I call it now? Uh, 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 being addicted to uh, to phone, watching films on phone, or do pornography on phone, and some of us, of course, many of us are not doing that. Of course, as believers, if we are true believers, I think we will not be able to do. We will not do that. We will not go that uh, that way. But what we are saying is this: there are still these things that we have to control about our our our, our desire to have. Uh, to, to have God on our side and to be on his side always through what? By taking note of such things that can distract us or get us get our attention away from the Lord. Praise the Lord. It, the choice is ours. For me, I don't hold my phone in the night. The moment I put it off in the night is in the morning. Again, that I pick it up. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's deliberate. Because that, uh, those, that period is, my, is, is when I meet God. When I encounter God. And God encounters me. I'm, I, I, I'm, uh, I have morning fellowship capacity. Huh? The, I, I, every one of us should know our own capacity also. Capacity. If where, at, what are those times that... We enjoy reading, fellowshipping, I mean, reading the word of the Lord, fellowshipping with God, praying. What are those times? Praise the Lord. We should not compromise those times with what? Uh, with anything. Praise the Lord. Take note of that. The moment you do that, you are beginning to have to give the control of your life. Praise the Lord. So now, when it's come to the matter of the time of prayer, it is better to put off your phone, for instance. Completely. Praise the Lord. In order not to be distracted at all. That is, that is the, one of the analogies that he gave to us. That is, it means that to, 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 to break off the pool of the flesh, we must deliberately stand and fight against anything that we choose that will limit us to fellowship with him. May the Lord us in Jesus' name. Our time is gone. Amen? Amen. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And don't forget that he, he read to us in, Gal in Galatia chapter, chapter 5 also. I think, did you ever quote that one? I think you quoted it. Praise the Lord. Galatians, Galatians chapter 5, as we are rounding up now. Galatians chapter 5. Uh, where is Galatia here? Praise the Lord. May God help me. Praise the Lord. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Let me read it, verse 16 here. It says, 16, 5, 16. This I say, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the, the lust of the flesh. Verse 17. He said, for the flesh, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And this are contrary to one, I mean, one, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Praise the Lord. Things that ye would. There is still this thing that you like doing. Then the Spirit of God is there, and the flesh is there to help you or to, 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 to limit you from being that thing that you would not want to do. 
The thing that you do not want to do is that you don't want to sin against God, isn't it? Praise the Lord. You don't want to go, I mean, I'm talking to believers. You don't want to, uh, you don't want to commit uh, error or to commit sin. You really want to do that. So he said, but the spirit of God in you and the flesh, the same thing, they want you to do, to do their own pleasure, each of them. Praise the Lord. So now you are now in between. Praise the Lord. Then it is only what you yield to whom you yield to between the spirit and the flesh that will make you, um, that will make us to know who you are really and what is really inside of you. Praise the Lord. He said, but if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresy. Come and see the works of the flesh as many as they are. Praise the Lord. Envy, murderers, murders, drunkenness, revelling, and such like. Praise the Lord. And when you go to this fruit of the spirit, how many of them? Look at them. Only nine. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The fruit of the Spirit is love, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, uh, uh, yes, goodness, meekness, uh, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Meaning that you are the one as believer who will fight in between both the flesh and the spirit. And to overcome, you need to be saved genuinely. Because the repentance at your first salvation is what the Lord builds upon to build the force and defense against the desire to do evil. The moment you are born again, and I mean, and you repented genuinely, that repentance is the seed that you planted. That Lord, as from today, I'm no no more going uh, in the way of evil or the way of sin, and you genuinely repented. Praise the Lord! Repentance really takes place. That is where the Lord builds His righteousness in you. That will make you to to do what to resist the devil, to pull away from the flesh desires. Praise the Lord! If there is no genuine repentance in you. You cannot resist any evil. Because if the genuine repentance is there, it means that you have been encountered by the Holy Ghost at the first time when you were saved. And then you are you, by that you came to know and understand what is evil and what is good. And you can differentiate between the two. Now that you have been saved through genuine repentance, you will not want to go back to what you repented from. The evil you repented from. That is where the Lord built the seed to pull away from the flesh. To, have, to, to, pull, to break off from evil desires. Without that foundation, if you are not genuinely saved, if you are not genuinely saved, if genuine repentance have not taken place in your life, forget about it. Sin will continue in your life and you will not be able to say no. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray the Lord will encounter 
every one of us. Verse 25 says, he said, if we, walk, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If indeed you said you are living in the Spirit, you are a born-again Christian, then walk in the same. To live in the Spirit and to walk in the Spirit, they are what? They are different things together. Praise the Lord. To live in the Spirit is to be controlled totally, amen, by the Spirit, allowing Him daily to control your affairs, to control your decision, amen. Then you have been born again, you are no more living your own life, it is the Holy Spirit Himself that is living on this side of you, but the doing the work is practical, praise the Lord. Doing the working in the Spirit is practical. It means that when something comes to me, because I've been born again and I've known what is good and what is bad, mine is to say no to what is good, what is bad. That is to walk in the Spirit. Amen. You are going to do the walking. Why the Holy Spirit is doing the living inside of you? And you are living inside of Him. So, you are living inside of Him in order to be able to say no to every evil offer of sin or through the flesh. Amen. Praise the Lord. Finally, this is a lesson for all of us, all of us, the followers of Christ. We have known the way of life and we have secured all that God wants us to know about himself. Then, what do we need again? On top of that, we, are, we belong to his kingdom. Praise the Lord. And the Lord is dictating in his kingdom what we should have. Then he has given us the word, the word of God, the Bible, to look into as our manual for living. And that's the reason why our, our, we, we must, the, the Bible, the, the Lord told Joshua, and that's the, he said, the word of God must not depart from what? Huh? From your face. Praise the Lord. From your life. You, it should be before you every time. Meditate on it day and night. Meditate, meditate on it day and night. That is how to pull off from the, I mean, to break off from the pull of, of, of the flesh. To get close to the Lord. To have time of fellowship, permanent time of fellowship that you are meeting the Lord uncompromisingly. And that is how you can have your victory in life. The Lord will bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Mm. We thank God for every one of us. Hallelujah. Mm. To God be the glory that you have been with us since uh, the start of this message. And we are rounding up right now by the grace of the Lord. And we pray that in the name of Jesus, the Lord who have brought you together with us, will give us victory together over the flesh. I want us to pray right now. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I have chosen to follow you all the days of my life. I receive the grace. I receive the power to walk with you. To walk with you closely. To walk with you closely. In the name of Jesus. That I will not become a drop out. A drop out in following you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help me by your spirit. Get me close to your side. Get me close to your side. To walk side by side with you. In total control of your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Help me to break away and break and break and break free from every clutch every every clutches of sin. 
from every clutches of the flesh in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be my helper in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus Christ, mighty name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for today. God bless your life. We bless the Lord for our teacher who have taught us today. And we pray that the Lord will strengthen her in the name of Jesus to give us the more of this. Uh, by the grace of God, we will be here again on this uh, uh, channel, uh, on this episode, uh, Navigating Life and Season. Don't forget today's message is full of, uh, breaking off the pool of flesh. I pray the Lord will help us through in the name of Jesus. The Lord is your strength, all of you that are with us. Uh, true. God bless you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank God for all of you that have been with us from the beginning. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. William Matuba, God bless you. Uh, praise the Lord. Emmanuel, yes. Obeng, God bless you. Wisdom, God bless you. MSP, God bless you. Aqua, yes. Aqua Miracle, God bless you. Judith, Judith Akoshua, God bless you. Cave of Adulam, God bless you. Samson, Mesh, Samson Meshrak, God bless you. Uh, yes, uh, William Ben, I mean, William Ben, combine long name together here. God bless you. Yes, all of you that join us that we can mention your name. Yes, Simon, Simon Owen, God bless all of you. Then Clement Kwanza, you are blessed, all of you, in the name of Jesus. We pray that the Lord will give us. All victory over the flesh in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In the name of Jesus, by the Spirit of the Lord, we are free in Jesus' name. Amen. We receive that grace as you go right, right now in the name of Jesus. That in the next challenge that you are going to have against the work of darkness, I mean, against our decision to follow the Lord, the Lord will grant us victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Even both the teacher and the hearer, we shall be blessed together in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bye for now. God bless you.